dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru, currently ministering here in South Australia in the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and I'm overseeing two churches, one at Meros Park, as well as uh, Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Church, which is uh, up north. Um, you know, we'll be happy to have you visit any of our churches anytime. Uh, Sinai is a church company. Uh, relatively a smaller uh, church, but hey, one that is on fire for the Lord. And Meros Park is also an established church, and we praise the Lord down there. And there's a number of Adventist churches in the uh, in the country, and we'd love to have you visit. Uh, in fact, today I have a guest uh, who is a a, a pastor uh, here in this uh, uh, state of ours. But before I can introduce him, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Uh, we uh, are going to be studying uh, quite an interesting subject but thank you for tuning in and uh, I hope that you will stay with us our theme for this week has been faith and the weak man's um, the weak man's crutch <laughs> quite an interesting theme title but uh, the topic for today has been uh, and will be I should say uh, is faith blind the question that is the question is faith blind now our co-host for today is Pastor Hugh Hinnan. Welcome, Pastor Hugh. Oh, hi there, uh, Fabiana. It's good to be with you this afternoon. Praise God. Today. And uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, always good to be uh, with our listeners here discussing some of the biggest questions uh, in the universe uh, and right. in our experience as not only as Christians, but as living, breathing human beings. Mm. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to say to our listeners uh, who joined us uh, last uh, Saturday uh, as part of our Easter service, it was really wonderful to meet you. Uh-huh. And uh, we uh, look forward to perhaps meeting some more of you uh, this coming Saturday at uh, Trinity Gardens Seventh-day Adventist or over there at uh, Faith Adventist Centre in uh, Mawson Lakes there Wonderful. along uh, um, Garden Terrace at the Denison Centre. Yes. Um, I'll actually be at Trinity Gardens this week but um, yeah, for those of you who are uh, planning to join us for the Anzac service, we have an Anzac service ah, on Saturday wonderful. Uh, at 11am yes. and uh, we, we'd love to invite you to come along and, and join in with us uh, on this very special occasion as well. That's, that's brilliant. So Anzac is on what day? It's actually on Monday. Aha. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, you guys are just, you know, kicking it in, you know, much earlier and getting into the spirit of Anzac much earlier, isn't it? Well, you know, we take it very seriously, I guess Wonderful. you might say, yes. because uh, we want to get in early and uh, we want to really highlight uh, the importance of the sacrifice that was made That's right. uh, by those who uh, defended the freedoms that we enjoy today as a nation, yes. uh, but also the one who gave his life, though he had um, no flesh in the game initially, so to ah, speak. He uh-huh. gave his very life, uh, Christ, of course, who, yes. who sacrificed uh, um, uh, himself on behalf of all of us. Right. Um, both friend and enemy alike. Uh, yes. That's the kind of love that he, he has to give. So we're going to be commemorating and celebrating mm. that this coming Saturday, yes. uh, 11 o'clock there at 196 Port Rush Road, Trinity Gardens, Seventh-day Adventist. And uh, I know that uh, if you if you turn up to uh, Fabiano's uh, uh, congregation, <laughs> you're going to be equally blessed. Amen. Well. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I believe that all across, all across Australia, uh, you know, if you do turn up to any of our Adventist churches, you will be blessed. And um, yes, let me also emphasize the importance of those who have um, uh, laid down their lives mm. uh, and uh, in order to uh, fight for our freedom. But mm. we know that obviously, like uh, Pastor Hugh has already mentioned, that uh, Christ has done even more. And mm. it will be very important that um, you get to learn more about Jesus and uh, accept his free offer of salvation. Friends, we have an interesting theme, as I mentioned earlier, faith. And the man, and the weak man's crutch, uh, or is it really the weak man's crutch? But, uh, you know, if you're interested actually on the top, in the topics that were discussed from Monday up to today and tomorrow actually, uh, you can actually go to www.faithfm.com.au and you can actually get the app, Faith FM app both on Android as well as on iOS, uh, and uh, you'll be able to actually listen to Faith FM live, uninterrupted, and you can actually uh, follow up and listen to other programs that are there as well. 
pre-recorded programs and I highly recommend that. In fact, uh, if you would like to learn more about that or if you ever want to uh, connect with us, uh, you can actually reach out to us on 04888-80811. Friends, let me just share something interesting here. Uh, uh, there's, a, there's, there's a lot that is happening around the world, but... Um, I just found uh, something to be even more interesting as I was just browsing through the um, uh, the internet uh, once again on the Christian Headlines uh, News Network. There, uh, you know, there was this article that is titled "Pence Tells College Students the Antidote to Cancel Culture is Freedom." Uh, let me maybe just begin by asking Pastor Hugh: Have you ever heard of the term? Cancel, cancel culture. <laughs> yes, it's a yeah. term of phrase. Of course, it's become very common right. uh, today. And uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably not surprising that um, that this sort of behaviour exists. Right. This whole idea of cancer culture. Yeah. Um, uh, did I say cancer or cancel just now? They probably probably both fit. <laughs> probably probably fit. both do fit. Actually, come to think of it, because it is a cancer yeah. uh, that I think in some ways arises from this idea that uh, hey, look, you remember those days where we used to have the Twinkies yes. or, or the whiteout? Uh-huh. We white out what we had. Uh, yeah written down on the yeah, piece yeah, of paper yeah. there uh, and so then we cover it over well these days we just use the delete button right mm, so we use yeah, the delete yeah, button yeah. and and suddenly it's just gone yeah. we press reset and it's like as if it never happened that is, and I think a lot of us like yeah. to live in some sort of alternate existence or reality <laughs> yes. where we can just pretend as if certain things don't exist mm. and we can just get on with uh, our preferences and our opinions yeah. as opposed to having to grapple with some alternate facts. Right. And when I say alternate facts, a lot of people will jump on that and say, oh, is that Trump's alternate truth? No, <laughs> sorry, no, sorry. But there is always has to be a weighing up, a mm. pro and a con, uh, and, and, to, and to sift and to see right. you know, where the facts are. And I think there's a, there's a lack of, in this postmodern culture, mm. this lack of um, uh, ability sometimes, yes. but even really more to the point, willingness right. to grapple with objective truth and fact. Wow, that, no, that's true. And mm. Not long ago, so I saw this um, uh, video on YouTube as I was just browsing on YouTube, uh, the, uh, the Sky Network, Sky News Network. Um, they had this title for one of their videos that uh, Elon Musk uh, is also, um, well, he has recently joined the, um, uh, I guess, the list of those who have shares uh, in the Twitter um, oh, uh, yes. business. And uh, and then he said something which uh, really stirred up a few conversation, and that was that truth should be, uh, there should be freedom for, you know, for anyone to say you know, whatever they, f- they believe is true. Mm. Now, obviously, these are not his words. I'm just paraphrasing from the co- recollection of memory. Mm. But he was essentially saying that, uh, that, uh, um, we, you know, people shouldn't be blocking so and so for saying, for, for saying whatever they feel like saying. Mm. Uh, he was promoting freedom of, uh, of speech once again. Uh, and in this article, uh, the author begins by saying the Biden administration is leading an assault on culture and values. Uh, but the American people are stepping up to oppose it. If you go a few lines down, it says, um, and these are the words of Pence himself who had visited this uh, university. And mind you, before he arrived at this university, there was uh, uh, a group of people who were trying to oppose him that he shouldn't come in and, and talk. And then the, yes. uh, the, the <clears throat> president... Uh, they, they felt threatened by the fact that he might have a different idea. Possibly, yeah, okay. that's right. Interesting, and, interesting. And the university president uh, say, said uh, in response, hey, we appreciate... Um, in fact, I could just quote his own words uh, okay he says uh, that um, uh, the university president Jim Ryan and Provost Ian Buckham I believe that's how you pronounce his name declined the idea saying the university supported freedom of expression and exchanging of ideas uh, and uh, then obviously uh, they, they, they give a summary of uh, what Pence was saying but uh, yeah he highlights this fact that the fact that yeah, there's a, there's a, almost like a, an onslaught or a cancel coach, as they call it, uh, like a, a push against, uh, certain voices not being heard or certain speeches not being, uh, I guess, uh, publicized. Meaning, you know, we, 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 we only allow the, you know, people who speak and support certain views. And interestingly, it is said that that's the world in which you're living. Uh, maybe lastly, before I ask you another question, I even noticed uh, a certain news, uh, network, an Indian news network, uh, we on, um, uh, which, uh, uh 
was also, I guess, presenting, um, um, you know, news just like any other networks do, does. Uh, it also was taken off air and YouTube deleted their videos and they were, um, uh, stopped for, for whatever reasons. Uh, when they tried to, um, I guess, dialogue with YouTube as to the reason why their uh, content was removed and, you know, uh, uh, to the reason why their network was not allowed to continue on YouTube. Um, they just didn't have something to say. They just said, you violated one of our, one of our laws. <laughs> and so obviously they, they probably had lawyers who worked through this and then they're back online again. And <laughs> it's just an interesting world in which you're living. Mm. And, and I wonder, uh, cause you said before that, uh, I want, um, that, that this, this was expected. I wonder what your thoughts are in, when you think about this idea of cancel culture, and in the context of end times, uh, or in, at least, uh, in the religious sphere, for, as a religious person, I wonder what your thoughts, uh, are on this. Like, uh, is this something that, um, uh, prophecy speaks about or, or is it just one of those things that will surprise us, but at least that will alert us that, hey, <laughs> the world is going to get interesting and interesting. I don't know. What, what are you? What are your thoughts? Oh, Fabiano, <laughs> you, you've uh, you've asked a lot of questions there. Actually, to come to come to uh, to tell the truth, I think there's a lot in the, what you've just asked. Right? Um, can I just say, I guess, from the outset, just um, thinking through what you've been sharing, yeah, and, and what's happening out there. Uh, the truth of the matter is, um, and, and look, you know, uh, that might be a contested term these days. Truth. All right, right. Um, <laughs> but but nonetheless, <clears throat> let me just put it out there that um, the democratization. Uh-huh. of society right. has been good for human civilization for mm. hundreds of years now. We've lived in a bubble in time where we, whereby we've been able to enjoy the very best right. um, and some of the worst okay. uh, of what humanity is capable of. Um, but there have been a lot of freedoms that have come uh, in chain or, or, or in, in train with that mm. over time. And, um, <clears throat> and, and with that, uh, the, the natural result of that is the democratization of communication. Right. And so you should, you should think that those organizations that you've just spoken about uh-huh. uh, ought to be ones that should be um, the greatest defenders right. of the business model which allows them to exist. Right. So the very idea of democracy and the democratization of communication where anyone and everyone can have an opinion, can have an idea, they can share it freely and openly, yes. um, that uh, this is the whole basis for, for why and how they do what they do. Right. Um, so, if anything, it's quite extraordinary to yes. think that these organizations, the, the, the Twitters and the Facebooks and, and the like and the yeah. ilk of this world, are now turning tower, turning around and trying to muzzle or to um, police or to what's the word, censor okay. um, uh, free information. Now, now yes. for, for years, uh, these are the organizations that have, um, that have uh, uh, flown the flag of saying, Right, that uh, we are against any muzzling of of such rights, right? <clears throat> and uh, because they knew it was their business model, but now right. they're in a position of ascendancy, mm-hmm. of power and control. Okay, they're using it to pull the ladder up and allow anybody else yeah. uh, to gain. And, and let me be quite um, blunt: uh-huh. not just to have any place in the marketplace of ideas, right. but to have any place in the economy right. of profit. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so in other words, these are organisations that are seeking to protect their privileged position. Mm. That is not what democracy is about. Democracy no, no, no. is about the the opening up of ideas right. and the and and allowing everyone to have an equal standing in the world today. Mm. Now, does that mean yes. that there's no such thing as as truth, <clears throat> there's right. no such thing as um, objective reality. Well, right. clearly there is, because right. otherwise there'd be no basis for any form of existence in the material world. That's right. Um, That's right. So, so there, there is empirically driven fact that helps us to sift uh, what is fiction mm. and what is fable away from what is uh, verifiable truth. Mm. But to not allow people to even explore what may or may not be true. Huh actually undercuts and undermines the yeah. pursuit of truth. That's right. And, That's uh, you right. know, when you go back, you asked me the question at the end there. Uh-huh. Let me directly speak to that. 
what does the Bible say about this? Yeah. <clears throat> From the very beginning, right. God gave us the right and the freedom to choose. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. So, so God gave us the right and the freedom to choose, irrespective of whether he thought it was the right thing or, uh, or not to do. Mm. And, and he's done that all the way through history. Yes. We've been the architects of our own demise and right. our own progress yes. or, or regress throughout history. Right. right. But God has been an ever-present companion friend and compassionate uh, redeemer and savior Amen. and he's shown that upon the cross for us the lengths that he's prepared to go to save us yes. um, and the sacrifices he's willing to make on behalf of truth and behalf of love right. um, so <clears throat> um, what about the end times mm. well that's the other part of your question right so yeah yeah, yeah that's um, it <laughs> so <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here so i'm sorry sorry for taking a bit <laughs> no, of time right, airwaves, right. but, uh-huh. but uh, the fact of the matter is that yes the bible does speak about a day where mm. the very pillars yes that make for a safe, a strong, and a vibrant and developing uh, uh, human race mm. uh, and and family, much loved by God and included right. and adopted into His family. Yes, um, uh, that that this will come under threat. Wow. That that uh, God's um, love and care for us, and that we, which we in turn share with each other mm. uh, as gifts from our Creator, that all of this will come under attack. And threat, um, and so could it, could I dare say mm. <clears throat> that cancel culture, whether it's of the left, the right, the up, the down, the whichever. in between, <laughs> uh, whichever color it happens to be, yes, that uh, cancel culture is actually a cancer mm. that is parading as a defense, but is actually seeking to attack and undermine, in truth, wow, um, the very basis uh, for um, for uh, the ability to to freely be whom we have been designed and created to be. That's right. Um, so, mm. yeah, cancer culture is at the at the very edge, right? The pointy, sharp edge. Yes. Along with other things, of um, uh, the erosion of the freedoms that we've enjoyed for the last several hundred years, and in God's great economy, yeah, since the time of the creation. That's right. Um, so, yes, I think it's mm. actually quite dangerous, mm. um, and it is a hallmark of dictatorships, right? That we disdain, left and right, we disdain yes. the world over in history right through. That's right. Mm. I want to ask a question that um, that may help us even, uh, I guess, get into today's uh, discussion. And this is the idea of truth because you've, you've spoken about objective truth, absolute mm. truth. Uh, and this is very important. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll go as far as to say that this is important for our salvation. <laughs> and so... Um, and, and obviously this whole issue of council culture, uh, whichever side you speak to, you know, they all saying that, Hey, we are trying to present truth and facts mm. and mm. we want to, uh, in a sense, um, protect and, uh, you know, stop all this, uh, misinformation so as to avoid, uh, uh, evil and harm that may, Come as a result, so obviously they they're fighting for truth as, as according to what they say. Now, truth and absolute truths are they just um, uh, are they? I don't know whether transitory is the word. I'm trying to <laughs> rest here my vocabulary, but but truth and, and, and evidences. How do these? Uh, uh, what is the importance here when it comes to truth? And, and it's evidence to actually back it up. Because when we speak about faith, we have to wrestle with this as well. Yes. Uh, cause you've spoken about truth and, and the absolute truth and, um, you know, connecting to what we are talking about, cancer culture. They also believe that they're defending truth and so forth. Mm. So evidences and stuff and, and stuff. How does that now become even more important? Well, I think uh, in, the, in that discussion, I yeah. think you're talking about a process that right. that, that underpins that whole pursuit, okay. and, and that process is the contestation of ideas. Right. Uh, we live in a again a democracy and yes. a democratic system whereby we have utilized the adversarial system yes. and recognized that there are there's at least two sides to every equation, every formula, every uh, set of ideas and and we see that played out in the law courts we see that played out in our parliamentary system we see that played out um, uh, between or within the workplace and, and so on and so forth we right. see it play out um, and it's a necessary part for us limited um, uh, and um, <clears throat> finite human beings who, who only who, who cannot see everything that there is to see right but together we can wrestle with ideas mm. 
And each side, ironically, needs each other just as mm. just as much, right, uh, uh, right. yet if not more. Right. Uh, than what they've already discovered to be true or what they think that they know. Mm. And so we need each other to be able to fine-tune and, and sharpen our ideas about these things. That's um, right. And so there should be a great uh, venerable respect right. on all sides of, of every debate. Yeah. Um, now, <clears throat> is does that mean, however, that there are those who would um, seek to do harm to that debate itself? And the mm. answer to that is yes. And we see that play out in the great uh, controversy or the great battle between right. good and evil, uh, whereby God doesn't seek the destruction of the devil. Mm. Um, that comes as a result of the devil's actions to try and eradicate God and everyone yes. he loves. Yes. Um, and so uh, the real question here is not um, should there be a contestation of ideas, but rather instead, yes. um, where's the limit? And the limit is when one side decides that it's going to exterminate and annihilate right. anyone who thinks differently to itself, mm. Um, uh, arbitrarily and without cause, right? <laughs> yeah. And in great anger and, and, and hatred. Yeah. Um, and that's what we see from the diabolical devil's side, mm. but also, um, where it seeks to do violence. And so this is, this is enshrined in our law yes. when it comes to, yes. um, uh, how we, um, how far we can go with freedom of speech. Right. If I was to say to our listeners to do something reprehensible to my, my dear friend and brother Fabiano, <laughs> I couldn't live with myself. Mm. But also, I would be breaking the law. That's right. That's and right. rightfully so. Yes. Um, but uh, if I'm having a different point of view, that's right. uh, it's going to benefit me and it's going to benefit exactly. Fabian and also our that's listeners. Right. And that's the whole point of this radio station right. <laughs> as well, that's right? right. Um, but also to, to help us to sift and define something we can depend on, mm. someone we can rely upon uh, through every season of life. Yeah. Uh, and I think that what... I think that's probably something which brings us to our topic for today. That's right. Which is, um, is faith blind? Am I yeah, right? Yeah, is faith blind? Yeah, that's yeah. the topic. Mm. Yeah, I mm. couldn't see it. I was blind. But you could see it. Okay, <laughs> that's great. See it. So, is faith blind? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wait, let's pray. Okay. And then we'll plug right into that. Uh, just before we pray, friends, uh, there's a beautiful book which you must have, and this is a book at Jesus' feet, the Gospel according to Mary Magdalene. Um, now you might be inter- you might be wondering, did she write this? Well, you'll be interested to find out, dear friends. And if you're interested in having this free offer, and it is free, all you have to uh, send us or text us is the code word SA forty one, and to the number zero four triple eight. 80811 and the Faith FM giveaway board will reply asking you for, uh, for the necessary details. And so please do send us that code word, SA as in South Australia, abbreviated SA and the number 41. And, uh, we'll make sure that we get that to you. Hey, let us pray and we'll just have a song in the, uh, you know, to kind of, I guess, uh, break off the, uh, uh, the conversation a little bit. Then once we come back after the song, We'll definitely plug straight into this topic. Is faith blunt? But let us pray first. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you that we can speak to you. Yes, we do not see you, but we have an experience with you. And the world has seen Jesus, and we see you by faith in many ways. And this is the topic for today. Father, we pray that you may help us uh, as we share on the radio um, with those who are listening. Uh, be with our dear listener on the other side. Uh, help us all to um, have clarity on this subject and to be drawn much closer to you. And we pray that you may lead us and guide us. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so, dear friends, let's come to the song, uh, Be Thou My Vision by Salah. And please don't go away. We'll be right back shortly. Oh 
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time, a big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghulu. And our co-host today is Pastor Hugh Heenan, a regular co-host on this radio program and uh, a man of great ideas and <laughs> he's laughing and a good friend of mine. All right. Our theme for this week has been faith and the weak man's crutch. Uh, topic for today is faith blind. That's the question. Is faith blind? Dear friends, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Mm. Now, Pastor Hugh, <laughs> what is faith? Yeah. Well, you know, some people have said that it's a crutch. Right. Uh, I like to ask those people, well, you know, what's your crutch? Right. Because right. the truth is that we all have a crutch of some kind or another. We all have yeah. something we can, we tend to lean upon. Yes. Just the problem is that some of us lean upon something which tends to collapse under our weight. Oh, Others of us mm. lean upon something rock solid and sure. Mm. Um, and this is what I think this text is talking about here. Right. Because some people, yes. they say, ah, oh, Blind faith. Right. Yeah, Christians believe in blind faith. Yeah. Um, now, now, blind faith is is just faith in well, I guess faith. You know, and and uh, there's nothing to it. It's it's um, yeah. substantial, but that's not biblical faith. Right. And what right. we what we see here yes. in Hebrews 11 and verse one is, and let me just repeat that again. Yes. Now, faith is being sure of or being um, of what we hope for, or assured of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see, or evidence of what we do not see. Right. So, so the certainty we have of what we hope for, yes. and the evidence of that which is unseen. Right. Now, people might say, "Oh, okay. Well, you've got you, you've got your evidence of things that you can't see. <laughs> uh, well, I've got evidence of things I can see. Right. Um, but oftentimes, I think we forget mm. that um, uh, in the scientific pursuit right. of of truth or yes. uh, of evidence and right. what's empirically verifiable in the material realm, right. in in what we think we can see, so quite often it deals with things that um, we can't see. Mm. We, yeah, I can't see into the limitless expanse of the universe without some material assistance from um, exactly. telescopes and the right. like, or, right. from, or from Hubble and its its new um, uh, replacement out there. Yes. Um, I can't see into the um, infinitesimally small, I guess you'd say, um, microscopic world or, or atomic level world mm. <clears throat> and right. see all those subparticles in the atomic realm. Um, yes. I can't see those things. Yes. But do they exist? Yeah. Well, there's evidence That's of right. the unseen, right? Exactly. And likewise, right. there's evidence of the unseen mm. with regards to the intelligent design that exists right. within you know, the universe. Yes. And which points in turn to an intelligent designer. Right. Yeah. And there's right, copious right. actual um, actually amounts of evidence that point in that direction. So the Bible is not blind faith. Yes. The Bible, biblical faith, is a faith that is based upon fact. That's right. And faith follows or trust. That's mm. a word we can all understand and trust, hopefully, uh-huh, uh-huh. is trust follows yes. the facts. Right, yes. And then after the fact comes the faith, and then from there the feelings associated with this, with that. And And so in other words... Biblical faith is based upon verifiable fact, right. which leads to a, a relational, relational and uh, actual truth. Definitely. Now, what I mean by that is that, um, for example, my beautiful, beautiful wife. Now, I don't expect every listener to believe that she's beautiful. Beauty is <laughs> in the eye of the beholder. But for me, she is the most beautiful woman in the world. But I'm not just talking about physical attributes. I'm talking about the person and the character that she is. You know, is this someone I can trust? And that can only come about as I get to know her, as I learn facts about her, as I see her in different settings and situations. And over the years, I watched very closely and came to understand this is someone I can trust based upon the facts. And why should we think that it would be any different in our relationship with God? Right? The one who, who formed us for friendship, who, who crafted us for relationship, uh, you know, it should be exactly the same. Right. And that is that, that we have a relationship with God and can have faith in Him and trust Him because of the facts of who He is, what He's done, what He's done for us, what He's done for others who've come before us. Then we can have faith in right. who He is. Even yeah. when we're talking about the future, when I married my wife, I didn't know what the future held. Hope there might be some kiddies in the in the mix. Mm. Hope that we'd uh, have a lifelong love. Yes. 
Praise God, that's the way it uh, appears to be, and that's how we, we believe it to be, and, and, right. and we love each other uh, immensely. Yes. But I don't know what the future holds in every detail. Mm. But uh, And so the evidence of things unseen and yet to come yes. is present even here and now in my relationship with my wife, and the same holds true yeah. in my relationship with God. Let me just enumerate just some of those major categories of right. fact that we can right. talk about in a relationship with God. Yes. So we can talk about creation and nature and science. That's right. Uh, you know, every pursuit of truth... And let me just put it out there. Okay. Every truth is God's truth. Amen. People Amen. will twist it and yes. distort it. Yeah, yes, sure. Yes. But, but truth comes from the truth teller. Mm. And so, you know, in every 360 degrees, no matter which way we turn and where we, where we, um, where we move, yes. um, if we're pursuing truth, whether it's through science, whether it's through history, whether it's through archaeology, whether it's through prophecy, whether it's through looking at the resurrection, did that yes. actually happen? Whether it's through our own personal experience right. and testimony. And look, <clears throat> No matter which pursuit or avenue we take, yes, uh, uh, truth is truth, <clears throat> and uh, we should be able to see uh, that that faith uh, is um, you know the evidence of things unseen right. in each one of these different major categories. That's right. So let me throw that to you for a second, there, <laughs> okay. uh, Fabiana. So, so Fabiana, when, when, in terms of those different things I just listed, which one yes. would you like to pursue just now? In terms of let's say I know prophecy, or in terms of uh, personal experience, or or maybe science. What, what, what grabs your attention and what was a fact for you? Yes. A set of facts that help lead to faith right. because of the evidence. Right. Uh, you know, let me be, I guess, vulnerable here with those who are listening and say we all have a human side to us which at times raises questions. I have to admit that because we are humans and in fact the Bible says there in, in Romans chapter 8 that we do have this thing called carnal nature yes. and that we do wrestle with um, you know this this uh, fallen side of us now for those who are not Christians may wonder what, what do you mean fallen after sin entered this world we, we, we were tented, we were muddied, we, you know so, so that part is there just because someone believes doesn't mean that they may not have a question. So let me just lay that mm. shit up. But for me, uh, beyond any questions that I may, I might have, uh, there is for me this thing that has stuck with me. And I believe God has put it there to help me, I guess, uh, come to an answer. Mm. And this has always been this. <laughs> You're going to laugh when you hear this. I, I, there are times literally where I just looked at myself <laughs> and I said, I'm actually real. This is, <laughs> this is physical, a physical body. Like, wow. Like, how can I have like five fingers, two ears? Hey, that's, that's stereo in science. And why, why are my eyes not at the back and just above my mouth and my nose above the mouth? So maybe so I could smell. I wish I could smell, by the way. You know, I think I told you last well, time I'm, that I can smell, but I'm glad the but, nose is in the front and not the back. Exactly. And I said, <laughs> listen, for me, I don't need any other. Argument. I think I'm the living testimony. And for me, that has almost, I've, I've always gotten this, um, almost like a self-realization moment. I'm like, whoa, man, I'm actually real. Mm. And I said, man, how can you say that, that there's not an intelligent designer, God, a creator, one who's above all this? And, uh, and just like uh, a, a friend of mine, um, Pastor Roland shared once, well, if you found a mobile phone, with the digits one all the way lined up beautifully up to nine, would you just say that, hey, that just jumped out of the rock? <laughs> you know, so there are these things that for me have really said, hey, there is a God. Uh, and, uh, as theologians, uh, by the way, on this, t- on this subject, I can, I can keep on talking. So <laughs> I will have to cut it short, but, but, but as theologians tend to say, there's what they call the general revelation and special revelation. And that is, if, if we talk about general revelation, and that is God reveals himself through his cre- creation and through his creatures. Maybe that's the revelation that I've received myself. And then there is this special revelation that is God reveals himself uh, uh, to certain individuals in order that God and his redemptive purposes may be known, you know, through Jesus and, you know, through the prophets, uh, through the, vi- through visions and so forth. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, just cutting it short, really, I believe that for me, it has been this self-realization and coming to this reality and say, I am actually a real human. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and just recognizing that we are 
uh, as the psalmist says, what is it? Beautifully and wonderfully made. Um, mm. and just, and just seeing that for me has amazed me. And I could go on and, and go on and, and just quote a few other people who have looked at this universe and said, wait a minute. If we are to be honest, there's gotta be a designer and, uh, how, you know, we could talk about morality. There's gotta be someone behind this. Uh, and we could talk about, as I heard, I think this would have been David Ashrika in one of the classes on, um, uh, on, uh, uh, logic or something like that, you know, who said, Hey, a chicken, it, 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 you, you can tell the chicken and I can tell the chicken. We may have the, the different names for the chicken. You, you, we may have different way of describing it, but a chicken is a chicken. There's absolute truth. <laughs> and so for me, all these things, you know, have really uh, solidified the fact that there is a God and I have now chosen to put my trust in God. And that trust is not the mental ascent. It is actually a, uh, a, uh, a, I could maybe put it this way, a strong trust in faith, something that I'm ready to act upon mm. because God has convicted me through this self-realization and many others. And so really faith then is for me has become this, uh, strong trust and belief after God has revealed himself to me in that way. And now I can trust and believe. And not only that, I've seen answers to prayers. Now, my answers to prayers, by the way, hasn't been uh, miraculous. Like others say, like I heard the voice. It has been actually as I look back and I can see God's hand directing. So all of these things have strengthened my faith. So mm. that's what I would say. Mm. So, so if I was to boil that down then, Fabio, right. I, guess, I guess you're saying that the unseen right. has been evidenced by that which is seen. Amen. Right? Yes, yes. Um, and, and the Bible speaks to this as well. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says in Psalm 19, it says, uh, the heavens declare the glory of God. Right. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day mm. after day, they pour, pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. There, There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their voice right. goes out into all the earth their words to the end of the world. In other words, it's saying there that uh, we can all look at and appreciate from the heavens above yes. um, that there's design, that it speaks of creation. And uh, and there are those, of course, who would suggest, well, actually, you know, it all came about by chance and uh, and uh, but and maybe some probabilities in the mix there, right? There's some <laughs> right. pretty heady probabilities. Yes, yes. But, um, <clears throat> But uh, uh, the Bible tells us, and your own experience suggests, mm. uh, for many reasons, that uh, that the unseen can be uh, understood from that which is seen. That's right. Now, look, um, where that's concerned, um, let me just share something uh, from the sciences. Okay. Yep. All right. So we're, we're mixing together here various different sources of, exactly. of evidence. <laughs> uh, and, and so we should. Yes, um, yes. Because, you know, if, if God is someone we can trust right. and, and someone who's really there for us, right. uh, then we should expect to see evidence in a whole realm of arrays. Mm. Um, and so yes. um, here, here's an example of that. Yes. When we look up at the heavens, when yes. we look at... Um, at physics and astrophysics, for right. example, right. We, we can see there that uh, in actual fact, actual point of fact, there's more than 30 different constants okay. that exist within the universe right. that are so fine-tuned and so highly calibrated uh, as to defy any uh, any rational explanation other than that they were uh, fine-tuned that way. That's right. Uh, to sustain life, <clears throat> not just for a moment, but for, uh, you know, if, if we're to understand from the expansion of the universe and what Einstein talks about when he, when he talks about the theory of relativity and so on that it, it has expanded out yes. to by at least say twenty billion light years across Whoa. and growing. Right? Yeah, so if, yeah. if that's true, yeah, right? right. Then think about that for a moment. Life sustained, the ability for life mm. to be sustained for that length of period of time, so finely tuned and highly attenuated. How ah, amazing is yeah, that yeah. when you think about it? So here's here's just one of those constants. Okay. This is called the uh, cosmological constant. Right. Now, I'm not uh, quoting from um, from the Gospel of John when I say this, or, <laughs> okay, or Luke. Okay. I'm quoting from the, the Gospel according to Stephen Weinberg, an avowed atheist. Right. That might shock our listeners, mm. um, but I'm doing it for a purpose. This man yeah. is a Nobel winning Nobel winning uh, physicist. Right. Uh, he's won the Nobel Prize. Uh, he's expressed amazement, even though he's an avowed atheist. Okay. At the way that the cosmological constant, which is the energy density of en- empty space, right. is remarkably well adjusted in our favor. Right. And he has no explanation for it. Mm. He's searching for one, or he has searched for one, but he couldn't find it. So the constant, 
which is really part of Einstein's equation for general relativity, yeah. could have had any value, positive or negative. Mm. But from first principles, one would guess that this constant should be very large. This wow. is what Weinberg says. Yes. <clears throat> but thankfully, he's wrong. Mm. You know, it defies explanation uh, in that if it was large and positive, the cosmological constant would act as a repulsive force over distance right. that would prevent uh, galaxies and stars and planets from forming. Yeah. Um, and so, but if it was large and negative, it would act as an attractive force over distance and it would all just fall in on itself and That's collapse. Right. That's right. Um, and, uh, and there would be nothing left of, uh, of the universe. So mm. either way, life loses big time. Yes. Um, but astonishingly, that's not really what has happened. In fact, Weinberg says that <clears throat> astronomical observations show that the cosmological constant is quite small, very much smaller than what would have been guessed from first principles. And in fact, uh, uh, so stunningly precisely set uh, as uh, as to be um, conservatively estimated, may I add, All right. uh, at least one part in a hundred million, billion, 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 billion. Wow. That's a 10 followed by 53 zeros. Mm. It's inconceivably mm. precise. That's right. It's That's a bit right. like me taking some sort of very special dart, yes. a digital dart of some kind, uh-huh. way out in the universe and just throwing it randomly towards the earth. Uh, and, and that would be like successfully hitting a bullseye. <laughs> that's one trillionth of a trillionth of an inch in diameter. Unbelievable. That's, yeah. that's less yeah. than the size yeah. of one solitary atom. Wow. Now, that's just one of the more than 30 different constants that exists that are, that are, that are uh, in a, uh, a set state mm. throughout that period of time uh, and that supports life. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, Pastor Hugh, we really do have to come to a break and just soak in all of that. And, but that's quite amazing. That's fascinating. What I'm hearing is that, hey, there's no such thing as blind faith. Blind faith is not biblical. And uh, we've heard uh, significant evidences there. And just before we come to a break, the Bible says, ask the animals and they will instruct you. Ask mm. the birds of the air and they will tell you. Or speak to the earth and it will teach you. Let the fish of the sea inform you. Which of all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? Friends, as you think about that, as you meditate on those words, may God take us on a deeper level of understanding as we take a short break and we'll be right back shortly but just before we go to our music once again there's a wonderful book a free offer this is the book at jesus feet by the uh, uh the gospel according to mary magdalene uh if you're interested the number is zero four triple eight eight oh eight eleven send us the following code word sa41 once you do that, the Faith FM giveaway board will reply asking for the necessary details so we can actually get this to you. The code word is SA41. Send that to the number 04888811. And thank you for those who are interacting. We see your text messages coming through. And Nina, yes, will definitely reply uh, shortly. But thank you so much for tuning in and, and Alan Wade uh, and those who are listening across Australia and those who listen after. So let's come to a short break and we'll be right back. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. I've had so many tears and sorrows I've had questions for tomorrow There have been times I didn't know from wrong But in every situation God gave me blessed consolation And He only gave me trials to make me strong
listening to Faith FM Drive Time big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh here in the studio of um, Faith FM here in South Australia and uh, we are thankful that uh, we could spend the next hour with you our dear listener. Our theme for this week has been Faith and the Weak Man's Crutch but today's topic is Is Faith Blind? And uh, let me just ask Pastor Hugh once again to help us understand what um, uh, yeah, more about this idea of actually faith having evidences. Uh, mm. uh, not, not that is, is actually blunt, but actually there is, there are substances, there are, there are evidences, there are, uh, substantial, uh, verifiable evidences, as you were saying, yes. that actually leads us to have this stronger faith and trust in God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so biblical faith, yes, uh, is a faith that, uh, seeks and finds Veracity. Right. It, it, it discovers uh, by means of following the evidence, mm. the truth, um, and, and doesn't just blindly, randomly yes. uh, seek to to interact with what may or may not be there. So, so right. logically and evidentially follows yes. the the trail of truth. Um, and the very word pistis or faith or pistua, right. I believe or I have yes. faith. That's right. It's not a, just a whimsical thing. It's just yeah. not a notion that, uh, um, uh, but rather instead, it is based upon uh, evidential. Um, uh, uh, observable yes. fact, <clears throat> and and uh, yeah, where that's concerned, um, the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and mm. the evidence of things unseen. Right. And uh, we've talked at length about that, I guess, already in this program. And uh, look, time does not permit us to go into all the many myriad of evidences. That's but we've right. talked about science, we've talked about nature, we've talked about uh, biblical um, evidences, and so on. Yes. Um, the Bible itself says in John chapter uh, twenty and verse thirty-one, <clears throat> it says, "But these are written that you may believe or may." Right. Have faith, you know, that again is that, that um, evidential truth. Exactly. That Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. And so that's, that, that's that evidential, um, highly observable, yes. uh, demonstrable tr- um, fact yes. that leads to faith and trust in a person. Wow. It's a relational truth as well as being uh, an empirically driven truth. Mm. Um, and so it's it's both and. It's not either yes, or, which yes, is yes, so yes. often the counterplay in today's world. It needs That's to right. be both and. That's right. Um, now, um, we could talk at great length about many of the other, other evidences. We could talk about prophecy. We could talk about history. We could talk about archaeology. We could talk about the evidence of the resurrection. Right. Um, I just encourage our listeners to go back and listen to some of our previous programs on, on these things, even just last week or the last mm. week or two, as we interacted with the topic of, of uh, remembering the crucifixion and celebrating the resurrection. 
when we looked at uh, at that uh, at this Easter time uh, or Easter Passover time, right. we um, <clears throat> we covered a lot of that in depth across the various different programs. So just go mm-hmm. to the Faith FM website, check out the programs of the last uh, couple of weeks on Drive Time Big Q and A. I think you'll find copious yes. amounts of evidence that's supplied with regards to uh, these things. Wonderful. So perhaps maybe at this point in time, maybe if we just uh, very briefly shared a little of yes. our testimony uh, yes. of what God has done in our own life. That's right. Um, so just me, let me really quickly say that um, one uh, remembrance of mine yes. is that when I was uh, in my mid-teens, right. uh, I'd been following Christ not you know not for an overly long period of time at that point in time. I had grown yeah. up atheistic right. uh, until only a few years before that. Right. Uh, and uh, long story short, I was crossing the road, uh-huh. and I was about to cross the road. Yes. Um, I went to step out. And I'd looked left, I'd looked right. I was a good boy. I went to step. I was about sixteen years of age at the time, almost right. seventeen. Went to step out, and as yes. I went to step out, um, someone grabbed me by my shoulder from behind and mm. pulled me back. And just as they did that, a car vroom, went right past where I would have been standing. I wouldn't be wow. sitting here with you today yeah. in this yeah. uh, in this yeah. studio, sharing with our listeners, if it hadn't been for the person who'd pulled me back. Wow. And so I immediately turned around uh, to say. Th- I never got thank you out because all I got was th. Whoa. So when I looked behind me, there was no one there. Mm. Now, someone had grabbed me and pulled me back. I yeah. was moving forward as, as I was pulled back by a, a, a strong grip on my shoulder. Right. And I was pulled, right. wrenched. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. Not just rearing back, but wrenched exactly. around. Yeah. And so I thought, whoa, that person's really fast. Wow. <laughs> because there was a fence right beside me that ran for about a couple of hundred feet. Okay. And there was open space on the opposite side of me. <clears throat> so I thought, well, that person must have run behind that fence. Because I was just thinking mm. purely in my rational mind in terms of you know, what had just occurred physically. So I, I, I ran uh, to the corner of that fence as quickly as I could, got there. No one. Whoa. Big open field, even bigger than the previous one. Yeah. And not a single soul was there. Uh, no one could run that fast, not wow. even uh, Bolt. <laughs> Usain Bolt. <laughs> Usain Bolt. He, he, he wouldn't okay. even be close to right. running that fast. Yeah, and, yeah. and so it's at that point I realized, wow, something very supernatural has happened here. <clears throat> That's right. a part of my walk with God. Yeah. That um, Some people say, well, how do you know that God is real? Mm-hmm. How do you know um, that there is the unseen? Yeah. Well, I have seen in the seen world, That's I've right. felt and experienced in the seen world, That's right. the hand of God or one of his angels mm-hmm. Rescue my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's unassailable that's right. truth for me. That's right. Um, but it's just one of yes. the many myriad of array exactly. of different evidences and truths yes. uh, that we've talked about, whether it's scientific, natural, historical, archaeological, prophetic, the resurrection, our own mm. personal stories that's right. of what God that's has right. done for us. Amen. Yeah, and Amen. maybe some of our listeners have stories they'd like to share with us. Yes. Um, and in our time available, I don't know, do we have time, Fabiana? Would you like to share a story? Or uh, do we have I could time? share something briefly and quickly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, there are a number of things like you're saying that we could actually talk about, whether it be prophecy, history, History, archaeology, and many others. But uh, one of the things that uh, I always come back to for me is what I shared earlier, because that for me has really left uh, um, uh, a strong conviction on my heart as to who I am, where I came from, and where I'm going, and that the, and that there is a God um, actually uh, uh, who's overseeing me and everything else that I do. But there's also another thing that I've experienced in this life that has also uh, helped me uh, remain closer to God because I've realized that, hey, if it wasn't for God, then maybe I wouldn't be here either. Uh, when I look at my life, once again, for me, my experience with God is, is all about looking back. Um, I, when I was young, when, when war broke out in our country in 1994, um, I could have died. We had to flee the country, cross the Lake Tanganyika, one of the, if I'm not wrong, one of the largest lakes in the world, um, and get to Congo. How we go there, I don't know how, but all I know is that we fled in the night amidst gunshots and bullets, fire, you know, uh, um, firing here and there. But by God's grace, we made it across to Congo. After that, war broke out of there. We went to the refugee camp. In the refugee camp, uh, here I'm trying, I'm trying to speed up really part of my life here. One day we, 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 we had robbers attack us uh, in the middle of the night. And, and, the, and the sad reality of this is that I was dreaming everything that was happening as it was happening. That's how I got to lose my stepdad. 
And I, so just looking at all these things that happened in my life, and when we also got here in Australia, uh, on one Friday afternoon, we happened to be uh, going home, uh, myself and a friend of mine. Uh, and as we were crossing Maynoth Road here in Adelaide, Maynoth Road, you know, it's it's an 80K, uh, well, how do we say this? 80, the speed limit, it's 80. Uh, and uh, as, you know, we just happened to be crossing the road, but I had a basketball, so <laughs> I was kind of dribbling as I crossed. Before you know it, I got hit by a car. Now, whether it was driving at 80, I don't know, but got hit by a car, Flip over uh, of the car, fell behind, and couldn't remember my name, couldn't remember anything. When I got to the hospital, they said, this is just unbelievable. You could have died, but funny thing is you only broke, uh, you only had a brown fracture. How all this is possible? For me, I've seen that this is God's hand, the protective hand of God um, over uh, uh, my life and so forth. And, I, and so I could share how God even put me into ministry as I was trying to go the other way. But hey, We've ran out of t- uh, time, but for me, that has uh, gave me that strong conviction of the protective hand of God over mm-hmm. me, and that has strengthened my faith. And so, friends, I wish we could go on and on, but our time is up. But may God bless you, and may God um, speak to you individually. And when you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Let us pray together. Father in heaven, speak to me and speak to us. Help us and lead us and guide us. And as you speak to us individually, I pray that you may help us to respond. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Have you ever heard a story that woke inside your heart? Longings you could not express. Like maybe there is something so much better than you dreamed And it's the answer to that aching in your chest Have you ever wanted to be better than you knew you could be? Or experienced something beautiful that filled your heart with peace? It's in your honest moments in these beautiful things You have heard Jesus, you've heard Him calling He has been knocking Let Jesus in, let Jesus in Let Jesus in to your heart Don't turn Him away, don't wait another day into your heart Let Jesus into your heart In the laughter of a child In the mountains tall and wild In a melody In the kindness of a friend In the hope that this is not the end